All right, this is Bishop Bowser, and this is my podcast, Slow Motion with Bishop Bowser. And we call it Slow Motion because we want to slow things down. And and if we're able to dissect it a little bit and get a little bit more uh, information in there. So we're going to uh, 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 dissect some things today. And uh, tonight we're going to be talking about Sojourner Truth and the birth of black feminism. And uh, this should be an interesting conversation uh, that we're going to be having here um, on um, uh, our podcast, Slow Motion with Bishop Bowser. And I have as a guest, once again, uh, a few weeks ago, we had um, Jimmy with us. Uh, You know him on um, Twitter as B1 San Diego. And so uh, um, uh, we've been pushing a lot black first, you know, and and um, uh, he has some interesting things to say tonight about uh, black feminism and uh, Sojourner Truth even uh, says some things to me in regards to it that I didn't even realize until you take a second look at it and you think about it from you look at it from that perspective. And I know um, one of the things, Jimmy, that I was I was looking at here uh, when we talk about um Sojourner Truth and, and Black Feminism, there are at least, there's a couple of uh, published um, uh, 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 speeches about her. Uh, one came out right after she spoke, and then another one came out, I think like 12 years later, after uh, she had spoken. Um, uh, and, and the one that came out later, 12 years later, is the one that said, Ain't I'm a Woman. Because uh, in her first speech, in the one that was first recorded, was said that she says, I'm I'm a woman's rights. But when you look at the content of it, um, uh, from what the from the things that I read and, and perceived understood in that, uh, if she still was pushing feminism all the way down, you know, the, 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 if you look at I looked at both of them, I read both of them, the both of the speeches uh, the, uh, uh, that whoever wrote it for her, because. You know, she couldn't she couldn't read or write. And she even said it in, in her um, thing that she couldn't read. And so and so uh, but what she was pushing. We'll, we'll touch on that. And she wrote she actually wrote books, which are, we'll touch on that with modern feminism. But keep on going. Yeah, no, no. Go jump right in there and get going. <laughs> I'm just opening yeah. up. <laughs> so, you know, uh if you go to Wikipedia and, and, and first of all, we're not disparaging on Sojourner Truth. Uh, but we have to understand as black people that our history has been maligned and we've been lied to. And in order to move forward, we have to first understand where we're coming from and dispel these lies. So uh, when you look at Wikipedia, uh, Sojourner Truth has two things that are very obvious that she, three things that she's obviously standing for. One is preaching, two is an abolitionist, and three is this deadly feminism. And so when we look at feminism in America, this was never a black thing, right? Because uh, everybody black was getting the ass whooped, hung, lynched, working on the slave fields. Mm -hmm. So in comes 1848. And what you want to do, ladies and gentlemen, you want to get your pen and paper out now because we're going to go ahead and break this down and I'm going to give you specific dates and receipts so that way you know I'm not just babbling. Uh, you can go and look it up. Uh, so in 1848, we had something called the Seneca Convention. And what the Seneca Convention 
was and did was lay the groundwork for modern day feminism. Okay. And this took place in Seneca Falls, New York. So we'll bump it up a couple of years in 1851 when they had another women's convention. This time they had it over in good old Akron, Ohio, home of the rubber bowl. And that is when our good sisters are doing the truth. She made that statement. Uh, you know, I, to summarize, I don't want to read the whole thing, but, you know, I do the exact same work as a man and ain't I a woman. Now, that is very, 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 very dangerous. Oh, yeah. Uh, black men were fighting to not only protect the black family. I mean, we, we, we fought for our own rights, which included women. So that plants the seed right there, Bishop Bowser. I want yes. to make sure that everybody gets these dates together. 1848, uh -huh. Seneca mm -hmm. Falls Convention. 1851, three years later, there you go. Sojourner Truth, Ain't I a Woman. Mm -hmm. Any questions about that so far? No, you, you, you're, you're good. You're good at it. I mean, you know, my thing is, is that I think, you know, in um, uh, 12 years later from 1851, when the other woman, when the woman wrote, um, rewrote the speech, uh, she, she kind of added some things. And that, and actually when she, when she wrote, when she rewrote the speech and, and published it, um, that's when it was 12 years later when it really became noticed, right? Right after she spoke and it was published, um, and people were talking about it. It really didn't catch any steam. But 12 years later, when the, uh, the other woman wrote wrote the uh, the speech, it caught a lot of steam and um, became popular. And, and that was her topic, Ain't I a Woman? And so on. And so, um, I, you know, so that's one of the things for sure. I know like when, and I know you're going to get into some of the details with it when you talk about that, because um, uh, uh, there are some differences between the speech that was written in in eighteen in in 1851, and then the speech that was wrote written uh, 12 years ago. I think it was like 1863, uh, somewhere around there, 6263. Boom. And and um and um uh, the woman that wrote it 12 years ago, she most definitely was pushing feminism, right? Uh, the first the 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 first gentleman that uh, the first person that wrote the speech right after she had spoken it was a gentleman that that wrote it. And it, 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 you can see feminism in there, but that ain't I a woman uh, was not in there. She did say, I am a woman's rights uh, uh, person. And she did talk that language, like things like um, um, that man over there says that women need to be helped into carriages and lifted over ditches and to have the best place anywhere. Nobody ever helped me into carriages. Or, or over mud puddles. She wasn't saying that in the sense I'm left out, but she was saying in the sense that I can do for myself and do better than a man can do. And so, and and like folks talk today, I don't need no man, you know. And that's kind of what she was. Oh, we're going to come there. She was trying to oh, say, even when there. she talked about <clears throat> Jesus, and she was a preacher, even when she talked about Jesus and talked about um, God, uh, that man had nothing to do with it, right? You know, what role did you play, man? Because it was God and, and it was a woman. But and failed to realize that woman came out of man, failed to realize that Mary had a father, you know, and the whole shebang, and that, that ultimately uh, God is, is, the, is the father of us all, right? Even though it wasn't a man per se, but he was the father of us all. So when you, 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 
when you try to put feminism in there, feminism, in a sense, even tried to erase God from a certain perspective. Because you even hear people say, you know, well, how do you know God is a he, you know, and all those type of things, because uh, the Bible the tells us so. But go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. But that's yeah, that's that's very good feminism. So <laughs> let, let, I, I, and I, I want I want to focus in. You mentioned 1863. Let's just go a couple of years past that. Okay. When you look at the Civil War, okay, mm-hmm. and I want y'all, the next thing I want you guys and, and, and girls to write down is the lost causers, okay? So what happened uh, immediately after the Civil War, uh, you had our good white supremacists in the South that said, you know, look, we really didn't. We really didn't lose the war. It was a quote unquote lost cause hmm. because the North had all the resources. They had the Negroes. You know, we were just overwhelmed. We really didn't lose. Uh, what they did was put a, a good spin. They put a face on the fact that they lost, right? They lost bad. They lost horribly. And rather just admit that we are in a losing situation, we lost. Let's not take any accountability. Mm-hmm. Shout out to modern day modern women let's <laughs> be right let, let, let's be these lost causers where we'll make up all kind of excuses why we didn't win mm-hmm. okay and the reason that the lost cause or lost causers uh mm-hmm. they were very popular mm-hmm. um started in 1865 they actually produced the periodical uh a weekly newspaper out of Richmond called the Southern Opinion in 1867. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were pretty much a thing right up until the turn of the century, uh, okay. right up until 1900. Then they kind of dissolved. Uh, the reason that I point to the lost causers is what feminism with these seeds that we, we clearly, we can point to, you know, one of our greatest quote unquote female icons has been a rabid feminist mm-hmm. and we could clearly draw a line from her. Uh, what we are experiencing today, Bishop Bowser uh-huh. with modern women are lost causers. Okay. Okay. You there. And, and I don't mean that in a facetious way, but in their ideology, it's a lost cause because they're not accountable for anything. You can't tell them anything. They're always right. 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 So, Let's go ahead and continue down this historical breakdown mm-hmm. uh, in regards to exactly why when we left the plantations, we brought this feminism crap with us right? and why it is such a cancer to the day. Right. 1920 was a very critical year. That was the year of women's rights and everything else, right? Mm-hmm. Congratulations. And now, don't get me wrong. A lot of the laws that were written back then were very chauvinistic. However, from a black perspective, there was no such thing. Was, well, you know, we're, we're going to give the black man this and, you know, we're just going to leave the black woman out. Mm-hmm. Okay. And mm-hmm. when they gave women all the rights, we talked about this before. And I want everybody, if you don't believe me, look it up. Okay. 1920, black people had the highest rate of marriage throughout any other demographic. We were 90% married in 1920. Yeah. Okay. Up until like uh, the 50s. Going into the 60s. Well, so, you know, uh, in the 60s, when 
We had the introduction of welfare into the black community. Mm-hmm. I had a chance to sit down with a mentor of mine, Judge Joe Brown. Mm-hmm. As he was going his undergrad, mm-hmm. he was at the Watt Center. Mm-hmm. I want to say he told me the early 60s. I'm horrible with dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, at any rate, he told me, and I quote, uh, the sisters had, in order to continue to get the welfare, they had to sign up uh, to get their GED, uh, excuse me, the high school diploma. And if they got the high school diploma, they actually would have gotten free tuition to go to UCLA. Right. Okay. And Judge Brown told me, and I quote, the women were saying, I don't want no damn education. I'm just here to get my benefits, mm-hmm. sign the paper. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, in the 60s is where that, that, that marriage rate drops down into the 70s. Gotcha. And it's, it's taken a downward trajectory to right now, the black uh, overall marriage rate is 30%. Wow. You've only got 26% of black women married. Mm-hmm. And you've got 33% of black men married. Right. Now, the reason that you have more black men married is that, Black men are more apt and more successful to date out. And also black men, regardless of how you feel about public opinion, we are viewed as the symbol of masculinity and sexism. And okay? yeah, and, and not the and, and keep your thought. And also when you when you talk about that and look at that twenty seven percent of of women only 27% of women that are married, uh, when you compare uh, uh, men and women, black men and women that, that uh, were married or married or were married, more women were married, but the reason why it's less is because a lot of them got divorces. Also. So 80% of all in the, in the black community, 80% of all divorces are initiated by the women. Modern mm-hmm. women don't go into marriage uh, for you know, the love and everything else, they go into marriage with an exit plan already in place. Wow. Hence, that's Look why that. I need my degree. See, only in the black community are things taught backward from, you know, these single moms preaching the feminism. Right. Girl, get your degree, get everything you need, travel, ride the penis carousel. Mm-hmm. When you turn 30 something, then that's when you need to settle down and get a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, no other race actually does that. You know, now if you look, uh, I want to stay on topic. We're dealing with our marriage rate. Mm-hmm. You got black women, 20, 26% of black women are married. Mm-hmm. Who's the next highest marriage demographic? It's white women at 56%. Latina women at 62%. The Asian women have the highest marriage rate. Yeah. So clearly we have something going on in the black community. Mm-hmm. I'm pointing at the feminists. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we can, we can, once again, we can say they use, they allow Sojourner Truth to be propped up as this feminist, uh, this feminist icon. Newsflash, I didn't tell you about this, Bishop Bowser. Uh-huh. Bell Hooks, rabbit feminist, mm-hmm. spoke highly of Sojourner Truth. Mm-hmm. Anytime you got a, 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 a white supremacist, a black face like Bell Hooks speaking highly of somebody, that ought to get your ears up. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Go ahead. Now, here's what the last thing I want to drop in there. You, you can go ahead and pick okay. this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about this. There was a study. And if you just Google this, you'll not get an answer. Because, see, one thing about the sisterhood of failure, 
and white daddy that protects the sisterhood of failure. Shout out to Goldman Sachs with that $10 billion that you're going to give to black women, nothing for black men. Then you ask why the black men is behind the black women. Right. So um, what you'll find, and this, is, this isn't funny, this is sickening. Mm-hmm. 59% of black women have children by more than one man. I'm going to repeat it again. All you have to do is Google. 59% of black women have children by more than one man. Now, when is the sisterhood of failure going to address that? Because clearly, that is not a blame black man problem. If right. 59% of black women have children by multiple men, mm-hmm. please help me out with that, Mr. Bowser. Well, it, it, it all ties into what you what you were talking about earlier. And I think, you know, and I know like, you know, we burnt out with talking about white supremacy and things like that. Uh, but when you look back at um, uh, Sojourner Truth, not just so much as her, but, you know, the feminist movement. And I, you were talking about the black man. And even back then when they passed the law after slavery that black men could vote. Right. Uh, there was a movement in the South among white women, feminism who were actually saying to the white man that, hey, you'll do better to have us get our voting rights so that we can over uh, uh, outnumber, you know, the blacks that that are able, these black men that are able to vote, right? So they even, they try to push that. They were pushing, they were against the 15th Amendment and pushing for uh, uh, to give women, the, the white women, the right to vote and in, in order to overshadow uh, the black vote. Right. And so we, we, we know we see that happening. Uh, we see how that and, and in, in even when it got to when you talk about suffrage movement and you get to even the time where they actually passed the made the amendment where uh, all women can vote. A lot of that was built around white supremacy, also from the perspective of getting the white woman so that she can vote, so she can align herself up with the white man so that it can continue to perpetuate white supremacy. And that's the thing that, you know, most of those folks were thinking about and looking at and so on. And for the most part, when you think about it, when you look at that. Uh, 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 and and look at how where we are today and what you mentioned back in the 20s uh, where um, 90% of marriages black marriages uh, were were together right families were together and so on and then you look today is it's down to 30% and so on you, you know yes something did happen and it happened because you the equation is to get rid of the just like those feminists attacked the black man and his vote there is still a, uh, the objective is to attack the black man. Now, now let me let me let me say something about this uh, when we talk about um, this feminism and how they attack uh, the black man. Right. Even today, because white supremacy feminism is 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 tied into white supremacy. And even though uh, a lot of people look at, you know, feminism and even black women look at feminism as women fighting for equal rights right where it was voting first and and now it's you know wanted to be treated equal uh with 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 men and of course white supremacy the white male is the dominant factor right that's the that's the dominant race and it and it and in a dominant society is is white men right and that's always been even when the black man was able to vote uh and then when everyone else came in to vote but what what has happened though is that white supremacy doesn't fear the black woman white supremacy fears the black man 
And so any laws that they pass, like the one you talked about in Georgia, where they're going to give uh, the black woman a hand up, right? When in the 60s and, and so on, when he came with these uh, welfare um, programs and so on, take that man out of the home, right? Not uh, No incentive or encouragement to get the black man, keep the black man in the home, uh, but to get him out of the home. Why? Because a black woman cannot raise a black man, a black child to become a black, black boy, to become a black man. Right. And and then when you when you pour drugs into our community, when you have the over policing and when you have uh, 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 young men raised in a home where you don't have uh, a father there or even a positive role model, the only positive role models a lot of times they were seeing were the pimp, the drug dealers, you know, the criminal, the crook, the gang member and all those. And that's what they modeled their life after uh, rather than, you know, that positive influence. Even when you look in the church, myself as a pastor, you know, you have more black women than you have black men. And so there 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 is a. I wouldn't even call it conspiracy, but there is a wide and a vast movement to oppress the black man. And the, the, the key is because is, the women are involved in it. Thank you. That's what I'm here to say. That's what I'm here to say to get the key is to get our black women on board with us so we can fight together versus dividing us like no. white supremacy does. Go ahead. That's what it is. No, that's exactly what it is. And uh, shout out to the sisters that 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 are not with it unfortunately their voices are few and far between because overall and the sisterhood is going to benefit this okay right. let's look at this seven this ten billion dollars mm-hmm. from goldman sachs mm-hmm. all right the investment bank that's in georgia wins. right i'm reading from a yahoo i'm reading from the this is this goldman sachs has offered black women in america in America, ten with the okay, ten with a B billion dollars. I'm reading from the Yahoo ad, fresh off the press earlier today. The investment bank revealed Wednesday a suite of 17 new investments, partnerships, and grants. In particular, six organizations and projects will receive capital from Goldman. They include Time Solutions, Funding You, Wonder School. On the Road, Sendero Verde, and South Meadows. These organizations range from those making loans to underserved communities. See, I went from black to underserved communities. Mm-hmm. Okay. Time Solutions to building multifamily housing units in Georgia, South Meadows. Mm-hmm. This next round of funding strategically connects the dots across several 1 million black women impact areas and not only supports the infrastructure that black women and their family need to thrive, but has the potential to uplift communities and address generations of racial and gender inequalities. Uh-huh. We are also focused on deploying Goldman Sachs resources in the most effective and impactful ways. And these organizations have demonstrated the track record of supporting their communities. We're thrilled to support the tremendous work these organizations are already doing, said Margaret Anadu, Goldman Sachs Assets Management Global Head of Sustainability and Impact. Now, this is a black woman, I'm smelling immigrant. Margaret Anadu, anyway. <laughs> launched in 20, early 2021, Goldman's One Million Black Initiative reflects its intention to spend more than 10 billion dollars over the next decade 
to advance racial equality and economic opportunity in black women. Hmm. The initiative is named for the bank's goal of impacting the lives of at least one million black women by 2030. Why do you think, uh, and what, what, did, what was their justification for saying that they're targeting black women versus the black family or encouraging families to stand together? Black, black people, black people, black men in particular, have to just understand that the anti-black race war is in effect but is going down gender lines. And unfortunately, the black woman has been weaponized against the black man. And once again, very few are calling it out because once again, the whole sisterhood supports each other and they're benefiting from it. That's mm-hmm. just what it is. Mm-hmm. So there was a question, um, uh, Sister Faye, she said, uh, you're talking about Yahoo, not Facebook, uh, is more uh, placing a question the the article is on uh money.yahoo.com in fact if you just google goldman sachs 10 billion dollars for black women that article is one of the first articles to pop up because this initiative uh this this last round of funding that they released it just came out earlier today Wow. Okay. So I've been watching today. it very closely. I've been watching this extremely closely because, see, this is the final nail in the coffin. Mm-hmm. If you in any in any, I I, I can I, I wish I could post it up for you. Uh, there's any any demographic any any pie chart you show. Oh, black women are in school more more than black more black women are educated in in college than black men. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I here you go. You know what I mean? Like this this is. And, and, and they, so a part of when you look at black women are educated more than black men, they're not taking an effective. More black men are obviously doing skilled trade, uh, you know, um, CDL, that sort of thing, truck drivers, that sort of thing. But when you look at the money, remember now, we, 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 I, we deal with economics. Only 9% of black women make more than $75,000 a year. Okay. So this is why... They have to continuously throw money at this problem. Mm-hmm. They remove. They successfully. They they they've made the black man obsolete. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. We're we're we've been reduced to nothing. Excuse me. Other than just the buck on the farm. Right. This is no different than a slave plantation. Mm-hmm. A black man is of no use to a black or modern black woman, other than just to get her pregnant, and then he can go back into the streets. She'll find another one. Clearly, with 59 or 60% of engaging in this, she'll find another buck to get her pregnant, you know, mm-hmm. to have another, uh, you know, to have another offspring. So, yes, yeah, sir, this is being propped up by the government, and it's it's a, it's an, a socioeconomic race war against the black man. That's the best way that I can put it. Absolutely, absolutely. And we can get folks to understand that and see that, and especially within our black community where um, black women, black family, I should say, as a whole, should be able to um, uh, see that. Uh, Faye, Sister Faye, she said, thank you, because my concern is Facebook have anything to do with this as well. To me, Facebook Facebook is making money off our black women cooking on their site. That's why they pay them. That's, yeah, that was, so her, it, that was her comment. It, it's, it's some truth to that. Uh, uh-huh. The Okay, remember, Facebook, it, it, 
Judge Brown talked about this too, man. The man is a is the man. I'm serious. He's like a walking encyclopedia, just very intelligent. So mm-hmm. the problem with these social media platforms is that that they're 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 utilities. They need to be regulated. Okay. Facebook is going to promote black degeneracy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're going to they're going to they're going to promote black women. They're going to promote black degeneracy for mm-hmm. a number of different reasons. One, mm-hmm. it's drives traffic traffic brings sponsors i mean brings commercials you know it, it brings advertising mm-hmm. so there's an economic reason behind it. facebook is always going to promote and, and promote degeneracy and they're going to promote division because they are a propaganda wing of the democratic party right how many millions 400 million dollars 450 million dollars something like that that uh Zucks bucks he threw around last year mm-hmm. to get Jim Crow Joe Biden elected and you know a bunch of Democrats like Warnock in Georgia and all that other kind of stuff so yes no she, the sisters is absolutely right you know in that regard um, with Facebook exploitation funny you brought that up yeah yeah I Go ahead. had a yes there was a poll came out today and it was about good old Jim Crow Joe Biden <laughs> And what I watch out now, you go, you've some people. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know the Negroes, uh, they love Democrats. But now, this poll, and I, I, I saw my social media, it says, uh, do you approve or disapprove with the way Joe Biden is handling his job as president? Now, it says approve strongly. 32% of black people. Cooling it up, boy. They love this is Jim Crow Joe Biden. They approve of him strongly. What's the overall approval from black black people? 24% of black people approve of him somewat. So that's 50, that's 56% of black people are in agreements that Jim Crow Biden, Jim Crow Joe Biden, he's he's good peoples. Wow. He's good peoples. Leave him alone. 18% 18% don't know. Mm-hmm. So what that really means is you got 76% of black people that agree with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Now, would you look at, no, no, no. Would you look at the white Hispanics disapprove strongly? Mm-hmm. 40% of them disapprove of him strongly. Wow. So 21% disapprove of him somewhat. Their numbers are more in line with white folks. So what they tell you about us? We sold out to the Democratic Party. It doesn't matter. Blindly following them, you know, black people as as a whole, and so on. So my thing is, is you know, that's why I'm not nothing Democrat. I'm registered to vote as nonpartisan because I don't, you know, I don't buy into any of these platforms that these folks have and and i want to i vote for whoever i want to vote for I, you know don't tell me who to vote for and 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 i'll support whoever one i thought that's what you know voting rights was all about but you know even among black people i there are people that i don't talk to right now today because of who i wanted to support at the beginning uh, when of the president's race and they all believe that i shouldn't right and so it's it's real crazy when you think about well, how we're how our even when we say we we have the freedom to vote that is controlled too right and then as long as it's for the Democrats <laughs> say that again 
you had the freedom for, to vote long as it's for the Democrats. Exactly, exactly. And and that's sad. That's really sad. And and in certain Democrats, right, like Joe Biden or 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 socialists like Bernie Sanders, right? What what is your opinion on Bernie Sanders and and socialism? None. It, 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 it's failed. It doesn't work. Um, you know, I, I I have a place down in Baja. If you want to know what socialism like, San Diego residents, all you got to do is just go south of the border. Mm-hmm. There's the socialism. Mm-hmm. Okay, it does. It it, it it just doesn't work. And going back to you know just being buffoons and idiots with the vote. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Black Girl Magic. Remember Ice Cube? He told. Democrats and Republicans, hey, I got a contract for Black America. Okay? <laughs> I remember that. Which he he took he 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 took it from us, you know, mm-hmm. and he took it from the the B one Brigade, which he did speak to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, who's the who's the main one shutting them down? That was your Black Girl Magic on Cocktails and Chatter. You remember that? Who? Lisa Ray. Cocktails and Chatter is a Black. Girl, black woman talk show has got like Lisa Ray and Vivica Fox and okay. a couple of other watched up actors or what actresses, whatever. And they attacked. And him. when Ice Cube came on on their show, they were just every single negative black girl stereotype you want to put out there, from the neck rolling to the disrespect to cutting them off to cussing at him. Okay. And this is a black man doing something for black people. And who gave him the most resistance? The black, black woman. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's part of the problem, right? And and so and and you know, so one of the things that, you know, when we talk about um uh, the birth of of black feminism and Sojourner Truth and where we are today as far as all the things we've been through and and the, the great divide, right? between black man and a black woman and in the black home and in the black community is that, you know, you always find that um, the black woman is uplifted, right? That's why they push them to, to lead the way to be activists, right? And um, you have a lot of um, uh, men, a part of these groups that, you know, for lack of a better way of saying it, are, are softies, right? And so they, they don't, they're not sure. strong enough to lead Right. So they just get out of the way and let the women lead. Um, I'm a I'm a firm believer that, you know, uh, as men and and uh, we supposed to, we we are the head, not the tail. Um, we are uh, the, 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 the ones that supposed to lead the home, lead the family, lead the community. And uh, when you take that out, what God has said in order, you know, God has said it in order. And, and the, the Bible makes it, the scriptures make it clear that the man is the head of the woman and and, and the devil is going to always try to come in and uh, taint, corrupt what God is, the order that God has set up. And you see it the way it's set up in the world today uh, in that. And so what is hit the hardest is because the way this country is set up, it is set up on, you know, off the back of black people. That's why we still crying for crying out for uh, reparations because of they got that free labor all those years and all the abuse and discrimination, harassment, racism we have to face afterwards. And and you and 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 the main objective was to oppress black people. But you can't harm and oppress black people if you don't destroy that black man. Once you get rid right. of him and 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 have him downtrodden, then you can destroy the black family. 
And that's what we have in the community today. And I just want my, my black sisters to look up and open their eyes and see, right? Because when you uh, take in the praise on these these um, cable network shows and, oh, the black woman, they got out the vote. The black woman did it, black woman did it. And have them on the Time magazines and all these other different things about how awesome and how great and powerful the um, uh, the black woman is. Um, and then leave out the black man. Then you say, okay, well, if you're so great if, without the black man, not saying that they ain't great, but if you're so great without the black man, um, what's wrong with our community then? You know, if you're leading the way, why is the black community so in chaos, right? And 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 nobody wants to identify it, right? When you talk about the prison system, I think you talked about that in our last podcast when we talk about um, uh, what is it about uh, a forty, uh, uh, almost fifty percent of people higher of, 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 yeah uh, yes higher. right now they're in prison right 75 percent of black seemed, men that are in prison came from a single mother home right mother-led household right and then the overall population of of the prison population uh of i think over 40 percent are blacks and we only make up about six percent of what black men make up only about six percent of population and so you, you and then when you when you look at that and then when you look at um, uh, the homicide rate, right? 50% of homicides are black people and, and almost, what is it? Uh, close to 80 to 90% oh, okay. of that is, oh, is, okay. is Bishop black Bowser, people. Stop right black there. People. Thank you. Bishop Bowser, stop right there. I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. Thank you for pointing that out. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All mm-hmm. right. Ladies and gentlemen, I feel free to go on my Twitter feed at B1 San Diego one. Very interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. I have uh, been attacked. Part of the reason I've taken a step back uh, is I I get attacked by all these black feminists. Oh, it's the black man killing the black woman. The black man doing this, black man doing that. Yeah. Okay, now I will admit, okay, let's get it out there. We got some uh, dudes not going to want to hear this, about to come in for some abuse. Mm -hmm. We have some pond scum, dusty ass niggas out here in the street. Okay? And And you bring them out, you point it out. Not only do we have some dusty pond scum, these dudes get sexual access. They mm-hmm. shouldn't have no access to women whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, be that as it may, they get access to these women. Now, when you look at, I want to address these teens running around, running them up, shooting and fighting and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Who birthed this teen? Who raised this teen in her strong, independent household, right. knowing that this little son of a bitch was out getting parts for a ghost gun and hit licks in the streets, and she turned a blind eye when she's the one that gave birth and turned this terrorist loose in the community? Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So if we're going to start, if we're going to talk about, you know, oh, it's crime in the black community, let's really start where it's talking about, where it comes from. I posted a video where a woman was crying because her teenage son beat the living brakes off of her eyes swole, lips swole. Oh, yeah, I saw that. He took her credit card. There you go. There you go. He took a credit card, bought the ghost gun. Now he's out in the streets running amok. Congratulations. Strong, independent black woman. Now, let's address this domestic violence. Once again, Mm -hmm. dudes should not be putting their hands on these women. It is these soft, effeminate, uh, no manhood having very emotional. Okay, these 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 little boys are very emotional. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
So now they're dealing with these women. Now, you got these women grown up, was brought up in a strong, independent household, did not see a man in a house other than doing flips on top of their mother. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they have no clue or no concept of what it's like to, uh oh, I'm about to say that submit word. They have no <laughs> idea what it's like to be submissive. Right, right. Because they weren't even, they weren't even, you got to start from the beginning. Bishop Bowser, mm-hmm. these young black women, most of them aren't even being raised to be women. Their mother just turned them loose in the street. Mm-hmm. So they don't even know what it's like to be a woman. Most of them, a lot of them. That's right. So That's now right. you've got these women that have no idea what submission to authority is like. It damn sure doesn't have any respect for a man. Right. Right. And you got these effeminate-ass soy boy, beta male, cup, pond scum, single mama raised boys. Mm-hmm. Who can't see this disaster coming? So I have dissected a bunch of these murders that have happened, and mm-hmm. this is very unfortunate. Nobody wants to see black women get murdered. No. Right now, there is a sister in New Orleans who uh-huh. is missing. Mm-hmm. She's been missing since December 27th problem single mother of three with the damn uh um domestic violence um history suspect mm-hmm. he's got an active warrant out for domestic violence prior to her disappearance wow guess who the last person she was seeing with bishop bowser the same dude that already been beating her before domestic violence there was a sister 26 in atlanta the mm-hmm. story was she had everything going for her, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But she just had to have that 18-year-old thug dick, okay? Mm-hmm. So the 18-year-old thug to blow that back out, uh, her the auntie, he always had problems with violence, but she thought she could change him. <laughs> She's at the gas station one night. She's pumping the gas in her car. He blows her brains out from the inside of her car. So, you know, yeah, when you look at these stories and you you, you start drawing, you can start seeing a pattern here, Mm -hmm. right? And and I'm not making light of these women whatsoever. And, you know, I I pointed this out to this diverse. She's like, you know, it's just just you black men are violent. I said, well, hey, you know, when there's patterns of abuse, these women stick around. But, you know, let's take it a step further. In Atlanta... Christmas Day, excuse me, Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. um, there was a black woman. She was uh, shot and killed by her black LGBT girlfriend in the kitchen while her kids was home. Wow. I got a story today where another young lady, this one in Alabama, mm-hmm. way out in Alabama, Trustville, Alabama, deep in Alabama, 24-year-old black woman chokes and strangles her ex-21-year-old black girlfriend to death. So, you know, clearly we can't blame black men for everything. Because, see, now this is a pattern, and this is going on in between black women. Mm -hmm. So clearly there's something going on there that ain't nobody talking about. Right, 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 man. And, you know, I was sitting here thinking as you were talking, because this is one of the things with the work that I do. Uh, you know, I know, you know, because even when you talk about in that home, right, uh, with the with the mom, single parent, black mom with her sons, black sons, even in that, bro, and with grandmothers and mothers, there's a lot of hostility 
right? Be, be in, in those relationships in the home, right? And and not only is there a lot of hostility, but one of the things that that I was talking with my my wife about is you know when you when you trying to teach your child something and you get violent with them, then you teaching them violence. You know, um, yep. violence begins violence, and I see that so much in in homes the way the the, the black mom talk to their kids and cuss them out and 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 smack them across their face and all these different kind of things, you know, and all that hostility, right? Maybe because of the way they were treated or 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 the hostility you have between the black man, and black woman, and it's took it's taken out on on that on that child, man. And then he grows yep. up, right? He he wasn't taught how to treat a woman or or wasn't taught how to be a man, wasn't taught how to lead, right? And he think he is a man, you know, because you like you said, he can jump on somebody and create a baby uh, and make a baby and, and think that he is a man or because he can get out there and rob and steal and make money and hustle and got three or four women. They think that that's what being a man is all about. And, you know, the, the bottom line in our communities, especially in the social justice, racial justice movement among black people, there's no accountability. Right. So from one perspective, we cry out about mass incarceration of locking up our black men. We cry out about uh, police killing our, our, our black men and some, but not enough loud enough voice crying out about, you know, the blacks killing blacks in the community. Right. We, we, we have all those issues that folks, um, uh, have problems with but then we don't turn around and look at you know what's what's going on in the home and what's in that home right that that can uh, uh that's causing and creating a problem and instead of addressing that and having accountability we reward it right that that behavior gets rewarded and 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 then like you say you know you you know uh and, and i think in the last podcast you said that all um women not just black women but all races of women want them a roughneck want them a thug right (laughs) absolutely uh, want want them a hearty and so he becomes a a a um uh a desired right Uh, a desired person that black man becomes desired by all these different women and so on and if they think being a man is just you know jumping between somebody's legs and having sex and making babies and drinking partying and all of that that stuff is it's uh, the partying, the sex, uh, all those kind of things, and a, a a young man that's not even a man, right? Not even married and 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 raising his children, and so on. That's what is put on the pedestal when you look on social media. It's not the man who's a man. It's not the man who speaks truth and trying to get folks to understand where the black family's headed and what we need to do to change things. But it's these. All those, you know, you know, I don't talk like that, but uh, um, all those things you said, Jimmy, you know, and some, right, uh, yeah, about that black boy, yeah, about that black man, what he's dusty and all those different kind of things. But that's like what's popular. That's what is accepted. That has been normalized. And 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 sure. folks admire, like, love that. And it's promoted. So everybody think that they got to be that way, right? You know, and, and they come on social media so and play this game. Culture- unfortunately is ingrained in black society we cannot yeah we can't take it away that's okay? right thanks to mona scott young that culture is officially black culture mm-hmm. so and and so between that and you just said it between that that attracts the dusty dudes mm-hmm. right the dusty dude the pond scum you know that cretin uh 
See, so these two worlds collide, and now that's the dominant image of black society. Right. Now. Right. We in black, we black men, excuse me, I pointed to Mona Scott Young, Haitian immigrant. She the one that created that love and hip-hop crap. So you can't really put this on on us. So once again, you know, as a collective, uh, it doesn't happen. Now, so this is what I hear a lot, Bishop Bowser. Mm-hmm. And it, let me know if you've heard this one before. Okay. I meet these groups of black women, and these are my homegirls. Now, I'm not going there, though. But what, the, what, what these groups of black women will say is they'll be like, hey, you know, um, I, I hear you, Jimmy, but I just don't see any of that what you're talking about. Because, see, I'm married. And uh, my sister's married, and all my cousins are married. So everybody I know, they're married and they're doing well. And I've heard this from multiple women. Mm-hmm. So what the question I ask them, I said, okay, now the only question I have for you is, is that normal? What you're describing to right. me that you know just everybody's happily married and doing well, or is it more knowing that there's more malfunction going on in our community? Mm-hmm. And I can't never get a straight answer. I always get the well, you know, uh, 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 to go sideways. Have you? Have you? Is that a familiar story to you, Bishop Alvin? No, um, not even in the church, right? Um, uh, that's not a familiar story, as far as you know what you what you just described. All our sisters married, right, and and doing well. Uh, that's a, a a big struggle wherever I see it. Of course, you do have it, right? It's not like you said. What twenty seven percent of of black women are married, and 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 it, it was even a little bit higher than that if if you look at all the divorces now that now divorce. But you know, so there are some that are married, and some that's sticking together, and some that is being great women, right? Uh, but when you look at the mass majority, and then when you look uh, of, of of women not married, and when you look at what's happening in the, that single parent home. And and then even like what I see you, you be some some of the stuff I be agreeing with, but I show Katie like it. <laughs> because, <laughs> and preaching what you don't like is something like that, but you be making some good points on, on some things uh, on on uh, Twitter. <laughs> and, you but, could always uh, screenshot it and, 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 and share it internally, you know. <laughs> and that, yeah, that, yeah. There you go. And, and so, but but uh, you be bringing out some good points in regards to relationships right and and what women be asking for in regards to what they want in a man right and they have all these demands but then they don't bring nothing to the table you posted one 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 thing about a sister talking about i forget how many kids she had she had three kids single four kids whatever it was but then gonna say that she want a man that don't have any kids i'm like like (laughs) what in the world you're right you know and it don't get it twisted because you probably have a hundred men in your inbox want to get with you that think that they're saying you're marriage material. You know, they just want to have sex with you. They ain't you ain't no marriage material. And that's what I I, I want our sisters to to really understand is that just yes. because you look good and have a nice body, you know, um, that does not mean that you're going to attract the right man in your life that you can live with and that will be a man and that will uh, 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 come into your life and keep you all together, right? And raise a healthy black family and so on. Because most of the time when when, when uh, women are using their body and the way they dress and the things that they do, you attract the wrong people to you. Because if, if I'm single and I'm looking for a wife, 
I might look and say, oh, she look nice, but oh, I'm, no, I'm not going there because it's not what I want, right? And so the right man ain't going to look that way. You're going to track all the wrong things. So, you know, we have a, a power dynamic problem in the black community, right? Mm -hmm. Because uh, once again, every woman is looking for a man six foot tall, make a hundred grand a year. And uh, what else? Oh, got to have a six foot, whatever. Okay. Now, <laughs> about to hurt some feeling. Mm -hmm. um, so when we talk about the power dynamic, right? Uh, what man, when he's ready to start a family, is really going to look at a woman in her 30s and older, okay? When it's time to start a family, when a woman in her 30s mm -hmm. has got at least, and I'm being modest with this, a woman in her 30s has got at least 12 years worth of wear and tear on her vagina, mm -hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. 40s, we'll holler at you later, baby. You know, I hope you had fun. Keep on having fun because clearly you in your 40s, never been married, nobody never took you off the market, red flags everywhere. Yep. yep. So what has happened is black women have been told with this feminism, strong, black, independent, that they can be, quote unquote, just as lascivious and sleep and, and sleep around just as much as men mm -hmm. problem men control the key to marriage yeah so what man in his right frame of mind is going to marry a woman who's got 30 years worth of wear and tear and men have climbed all up and down her womb mm -hmm. what man in his right frame of mind bishop bowser mm -hmm. is going to marry a woman that allowed herself to get pregnant by daffy duck mm-hmm now, when you start really digging down into this whole marriage thing, and let's look at here in San Diego, um, and we'll just talk about the plain common sense of it. Mm -hmm. Over my area, two-bedroom, one-bath house, and yeah, I live on the most expensive. And not even, I, just, I, I live in the coastal area in, in Point Loma, but a two-bedroom, one-bath house just went for $900,000, excuse me, $850,000. To get the three-bedroom, two-bath house, two blocks from me, right now is one point one million dollars. Wow! Yeah. So, no, no, okay, Sounds no. Right. That's just the, the price is the price. Yeah. Either you deal with it or you take your ass somewhere where you can afford. Right now, here's where here's where the here's where the whole relationship dynamic comes in. Three-bedroom house. That means I'm ready to get a house. I'm ready to get my wife. We potentially could have two kids, right? Mm -hmm. That's not how it works in the black community when I'm forced to choose when eight out of ten of these women already have kids because they got pregnant by Daffy Duck. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, um, uh, Sister Faye, she said, uh, as you are talking earlier, Ed, she said, what about looking for love, right? Um, and, and I think that's so important, right? Because like, even, you know, I, I, as you talk, as you talk, as you were talking, uh, um, Jimmy, I was thinking, I was thinking like, even if, if you have a woman that messed around with Daffy Duck and what's the other ones you name and, 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 and all of that, you know, but if she can recognize and acknowledge and see her true self and change and, and, and turn right. And, and. Uh, be attractive with her character, with her personality, and connect with somebody, and they fall in love. I don't think I think that 
you know, a guy probably would, if he's coming into something, would look at that. But if he do fall in love, right, if he do fall in love, um, some of those things, you know, will, 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 he can overlook from the perspective of love when you found, when you know you found the right one. But if you fall in love with the wrong thing, that's a problem. But if, Listen, you, find, if you fall in love with the right thing. When a man thing, has money, you have options. Yeah. Let's stick with the power. I hear, I, I hear what you're saying, and that sounds really good. That I, you know, all we need is a little bit of violin music behind it, and we got a lifetime movie network moment, right? Now let's talk about reality. The reality and the fact of the matter is, if a black man here in a white supremacist stronghold like San Diego, oh, which also happens to be one of the top places where black men do very well economically, right? So when a black man goes through all of that to build himself up. Do you actually think that said black man is going with all the options in the world? Hello, this is San Diego. This is the interracial swirling dating capital of California. I, I'm from Venice, but shit, I, I thought Venice was bad. Venice has, L.A. has nothing on San Diego. So, and, and don't forget, got Baja Mexico down there. You, I'm, I'm two hours from anywhere, you know, all over Mexico. An hour, you know what I'm saying? So, like, there's a lot of options. So that makes sense, Bishop Bowser. Yes, it does. It does. Um, um, and, and you make a good point from the perspective of being in, in the 30s, right? Because I, 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 I look at, I, I put myself in, in a scenario, right? If, if my wife was to pass and I was available to get married, right? Let's just say go back when I was in my 40s, 30s, if my wife was a bad. By then we had all our children, right? Uh, uh, she passed. And I'm looking for someone. I, I'm not looking to start and uh, have a family start all over again, right? I, I want to find someone that's kind of where I am and from the perspective of not ready to want to have kids and all that. Nah, I'm done with that. And I'm looking for someone that's, uh, and like you say, we do have our options. Um, someone that's kind of similar to my situation, right? And so looking at that, and and if I'm in my thirties or am I I'm in my forties and so on, and I'm looking for a woman, she comes in and say, yeah, I got three children, and um, the man I'm looking for can't have any kids. She just missed out on a good man because you know she she got to understand that like what you have, right, and what I'm looking for, you you can be that woman, but with that kind of attitude and the way you're thinking. Uh, in regards to you know uh, what kind of man you want, you're gonna you're gonna miss out on some good men, right? And so uh, the key for me would be in that situation. It wouldn't be about money. I know people talk about being compatible uh, financially, but I believe you know uh, 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 just like a broke woman can marry a rich man, a broke man can marry a rich woman if they're compatible in front of the text of love each other. And and what we would call in the church being equally yoked, not equally yoked from the aperture, but equally yoked, we both believe the same things, right? And have the same kind of mindset. Because I believe that that's what, you know, at the end of the day, you can get broke. At the end of the day, you can get sick. At the end of the day, many things can happen. And if I got married because you brought some tangibles with you, what happens when those tangibles are gone, right? Or or, or something better come along. So I think that the the, the, the bond is love. Right. The bond is love. Of course, you got to. Uh, uh, and 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 I agree with you, though, uh, Jimmy, from the perspective that you on the market, 
you should be able to pick the kind of woman that you want. And if this woman got all this mileage, no, nope, not you, especially if I don't have no children, you have children. No, I know what I'm looking for. And it's just, I don't have too many options here. So I'm look over there. I clearly understand that and, and respect that and, and see that. But I'm just, I'm just trying to throw it in like somebody like me, or there's some brothers that I know that uh, same way they're single and, and good, hardworking men and, and make money and all that, those kind of things. But they're not looking for someone that, already uh that that is ready to build a family because they their kids are grown they got grandkids now right uh, they, they're looking yeah they, they, they're looking I mean? to do the boys say that the, again dr boys uh, we call it the dr boys oh know? what did what, 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 what he do you kind of you kind of ready so what dr boys did single man middle age in his 50s he decided to marry a divorced woman with her three kids he oh, wow. couldn't get her when he was in college 30 years ago so he waited till after 30 years and he married his uh, his college flame. Has he ever been married before? Nope. Total dumbass. Just a yeah, fucking so, idiot. Yeah, I wouldn't have done Self-made that. Self-made millionaire, seven million dollars. <laughs> I would have This done is that. this yeah. is the example. There you go. Well, this is the example that they threw out in the black community. Y'all need to y'all need to go and marry these women. So, let's talk about. I like numbers. You know, like I say, I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of a numbers guy. And when you have 75% of black women making $50,000 or less, you know, the lines are drawn real clear. Uh, when you look at here in San Diego, the, the, the practicality of the living, you know what I mean? The cost of living, mm-hmm. it is whooping these single mamas. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, it, because they re- remember America, this new America, it's not designed for one person to work and sustain a household okay it 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 it, it just is built that way right um the, the the people that make a strong six figures aren't plentiful enough where we can afford in our community to have all of these single people specifically the women right but can't have all these single women just running around I would think I thought that the China virus uh, showed them how how useless a bunch of those call center jobs and you know a bunch of that retail stuff was. Right. Uh, but I guess China virus didn't. Oh well, see the China virus didn't whoop them bad enough because they got the childcare checks. But um, yeah, see when I start looking at the numbers, I look at the big picture, brother. Would you start talking about inside the house and the drama and everything? Mm-hmm. It's gonna get ugly. Yeah, because now we're dealing with just straight economic anguish. Mm-hmm. And if you thought 2020 and 2021 was something, wait till this year. Right. You know, and it's only going to get worse. They dumbass voted for Biden. And now the price of everything has went up. You know, what well, today inflation is officially up 7 percent. Mm-hmm. Um, your gas gas is higher. Your 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 utility bills are higher. Do not have me talk about food. Right. Yeah, okay. abso- absolutely. Go ahead. You should say something else. No, no, no. I'm just saying, you know, so like, hey, you know, I'm just kind of, uh, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not gloating. Um, this isn't funny. But right. every time I see this strong, independent woman, this, you know, because see, they, they, they started this war. I admit, y'all won. I, t- I made the post. I admit. You know, the gender war is over with. Black women won. I Congratulations. Saw that. You know, 
not now you you got to handle this on your own because you know clearly mm-hmm. you don't need us clearly i'm I, clearly you know i you don't need me i'm not needed in the community in that regard you know because it's all about the black women so i'll just kind of step back y'all can leave you know if you need me for something i'll let me you know mm-hmm. but, uh, i hate to be that way but that's the way that it has to be right you know? right until we have some kind of awakening what, what do you think about that bishop well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, yeah, because, you know, here's the thing I'm thinking is, you know, it, on some of the things that you said, not just right now, but, you know, what you was think what you're saying and what I was thinking about is that, you know, the black woman has got to really look at her situation and realize it's not good. It's not good. No, no matter how you look at it, it's not good. And and. When you like you the comparison you did, you said thirty percent of 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 black folks are married, twenty seven percent black women are married. Uh, when you just look at the black women, black men uh, they are marrying more out of their race than 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 black women are. Uh, the, the black Absolutely. woman is the least desired. Uh, when you look at the dating sites and things like that, and and who's the most desired, yep. and and I've 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 heard you know uh, different races and things like that. When they look at our black women, they look at them as sex objects, and that's about it. And they need to understand that just because a person talks sweet to you and all these other kind of things doesn't mean that he want to marry you, right? You know, um, and and that's and and that and the attitude that 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 folks have. Remember, I mean, man, you post some good stuff, man. One post you post. It was about a, a woman that you're gonna take me on a date. You got to pay for my child care or you know for for a babysitter and everything. Yeah. I'm well, like, where, where are you coming from? Get, you know, to get my hair you're a strong, independent black woman, but I got to pay for that, me. huh? So black woman's got to look at her situation, look at where she is, and and really realize that what you're doing is not working. Right? It's not working. And what will work is is that you get behind your black men and start lifting up the black men. Uh, 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 start working more towards, uh, get, like we, we, what we talking about here, getting out of the feminism, and work more towards being a, a strong black woman. A strong black woman is a is a woman that's going to uplift and be that that backing and support for that black man that is 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 carrying uh, the phrase. burden of the world on him. Especially strong black woman. Huh? It's about get rid of that. <laughs> Get rid of that strong black woman. That's mistake number one. No, 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 no. It's not funny. Uh-huh. Strong black woman is extremely dangerous. Strong black women. See, what really angers me, man, mm-hmm. is when you go through history and when they look at the medical experience, the medical experiments that they that they pulled on black women, which was the precursor for modern gynecology, was they did all kind of horrific shit, and they said what. She's a strong black woman. She mm-hmm. has no feelings. Mm-hmm. Let's just oh, go ahead you. and yeah, yeah, just yeah. do whatever kind of. Yeah. So I hate. I I I got a problem with that phrase. Yeah, but yeah, but, yeah I, okay, I understand that because we did talk about. But what I'm talking about is if you're going to if you're going to use that phrase, then use it correctly the way it should be used, not like what you just talked about, right, uh, friend? Because that's what most people see it as. And but if you're going to use that phrase, then you should use it appropriately and correctly of what what a real strong black woman is. But I know I understand because once something has been labeled a certain way, when when you when you mention that phrase, people think of certain things. It's a narrative has been framed on it and so on. And so I, I understand. I remember we talked about that before and so on. 
Yeah. And like these dudes, and and, 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 and and lastly, man, with these dudes, Bishop Bowser, mm-hmm. see, for us, the battle lines is drawn so clear. I mean, ladies, if a man can't lead his accomplishments, why are you even engaging in conversation with him? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, for us, man, if, if we are not about our, if we don't have anything going on for ourselves at all, then... You see, the sink or swim, we should we should, we should sink. Mm-hmm. We should not be the, the underperforming dudes should not have any access to women whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. could be a nice guy. Shout out to the nice guy. But if you're a nice guy and you're 40 years old and you're still the little assistant manager at the local 7-Eleven, mm-hmm. well, you know what? You're going to be a nice guy in your little studio apartment alone dog mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I'm or, or maybe you need to push up for one of these baby mamas you know what i'm saying like let, you know let's keep <laughs> I mean, you cold let's boy. just keep it above man. I mean, no let's just be honest yeah i'm not yeah. let i'm not letting these these dusty <laughs> these dusty pond scum beta male tight tight skinny jean wearing hoe ass dudes no they don't get a pass mm-hmm. because they're the problem Mm-hmm. Okay, so ladies, stop sleeping with these yeah. these no, little punk ass dude. That yeah. like for real, they the yeah. problem. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because if they didn't have any sexual access, then they would have to get their act together. Right, 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 exactly. And so when you, but, see- but I got the smoke. I got the smoke for the dudes all day. It's easy. <laughs> it's easy to go in on us because shit. I mean, duh, just look around. Like, hey, uh, uh, <laughs> there's uh, underperforming uh, Negroes everywhere, hey, and they all are baby daddies. Uh, yeah. uh, Faye brought up. Uh, Faye brought up a a, a a comment. She says, "I wouldn't yeah. say that. Uh, that might be for him at that season. Give her brother a minute. I know when I got out of jail, you know, I had to get a minimum wage job, working part time. Sure. Uh, uh, at a, but you know, I worked myself up. So I always, always thinking in terms of right. like, you know, we got to start somewhere, but don't get stuck there. I'm not about to get stuck nowhere. I'm right. always progressing and try to move forward." Yeah, you know, and nobody's, and of course, we're not disparaging the brother like that, but, mm-hmm. you know, you get the point, you know, yeah. you, you get the point I'm making with that. Like, yeah, Absol- it, oh, okay. yeah, absolutely. Uh, excellent. Okay, here you go. Oh, my God, here you go. Okay, see, see, here you go. Now, here, here's what'll happen. Mm-hmm. You'll get these, these these women, they'll be in their damn 20s. Mm-hmm. They'll be with E-Dog, okay, mm-hmm. E-Dog in and out of jail. Mm-hmm. You know, she done fucked around with E-Dog, a couple of his friends when he, you know, did his little bit. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden she's thirty. She's in her thirties. Got one or two little bastard babies by E Dog, and she's just now figuring out. After seven years of her life, he ain't doing nothing. Right. Okay. Right. And then what's the first thing she gonna say? Oh, I tried to hold him down. No, baby, he was holding down the anchor. You know what I mean? Man, you know, <laughs> you, you you make some good points, and I just don't know um, what's going to, uh, uh, shake our community up, shake, uh, you know, uh, this thing up where people will get on the right track. Cause I see so much stuff right here in San Diego. When you be talking about things that happen in other places, that's why sometimes I come in on your Twitter feed and say, this is happening right here in San Diego. Right. You know, where, where women, you don't want to hear what I want to, but you know, some of these women, you know, I told you, we got these young black, ho- it, it, it's not it's not homeless uh, black men smoking crack homeless in mass numbers no more. Right. Okay. I'm not going to say the activist name that I work with. Right. I've gone in my pocket because there are young black homeless women with their fucking kids out here on the goddamn streets on Broadway and Fourth 
downtown San Diego. Okay. So I'll tell you exactly what's going on. Forgive me. That kind of struck a nerve Mm -hmm. because I I don't do it all the time, but I have to go in my pocket to to help make sure that because you know what happens to a woman on the street. Yeah, exactly. 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 And, 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 you know, so, so the thing of it is, is that, and I I know we got to close, uh, the thing of it is, is that, you know, when we, when we talk about this, this black man and black woman relationship, um, it, it is embedded in, in, like you said, it's embedded in our culture. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's our, our values, it's our beliefs, um, it's our, um, our, our moral system that is faulty. Um, I see so much here in, in, in San Diego where you, you where, and school doesn't do anything uh, for them, right? Because I've seen some educated women, college degrees, fooling around with men uh, that is screwing around with other women. I don't care because, you know, they did a study in Chicago where some of the, the black men, some of the most educated and, and uh, have a lot of money, uh, of successful black men are some of the most sexually immoral and promiscuous, right? And so it 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 it's from top to bottom. But I think it's the women that really allow a lot of this stuff to go on. And I see it right in San Diego when you have educated black women supposed to be real smart, and then you know they fool they they put they call themselves falling in love with this man, but he's fooling around with three or four other different women. He gets some pregnant, get them pregnant, they go get an abortion. Other one have babies. Then next you know they still sneak in and seeing each other. So like you were talking about. A lot of that, you know, is happening and it's it's on them. And, and I just, you know, we're going to have to change, shift our, our culture, change the way we we believe, the way we think and the way we do. And that's not going to never happen until there's accountability and we lift up our morals of, of what's right and what's wrong and be able to uh, hold. Um, that's why I talk about accountability, to hold our um, people accountable to that. Right. And it used to be a time where a young lady, you know, a young black girl get out of school or even before you go to, to go to a strip club and stripping, right, or, or prostituting. But that's glamorized now, right? And, and, and there's no big thing. I can be a stripper today and then tomorrow, you know, you know, I can, you know, get married to uh, some, some person. I, you, that, look, I was going to say, that's the first one. The, the hoes are winning. You said the mouthful right there, Bishop. Yeah. The the stripper, the hots, they're winning because now the reason that they're winning. Okay, look, I said this before. I'm saying it again, and mm-hmm. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I'm repeating this. This is Jason Black line. Mm-hmm. Most women just want to be hoes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they what they say. They could just lay on their back for a living and enjoy. It. That's what they'd rather do. Now, mm-hmm. we already talked about seventy five percent of black women make fifty thousand dollars or less, and it's only. 9% that make $75,000 or mm-hmm. more. So when you look at these thoughts, the Instagram models, the girls, the social media blowing up, they're getting flued out, shitted on, pitched on. By the, hey, they, they use the, what they got to get what they want, and they got it. Okay, one girl was talking about she didn't even know how to pronounce the damn car. Mm-hmm. There's some dude bought her, but she got, the, she got the bag right now. Mm-hmm. When she gets finished with all of that, she'll be more than likely to get married than, you know, just the average girl that you know church member at your church just trying to you know work her little nine to five job and handle her business yeah shout so, out to uh pink monet divine on the motherboard okay so uh sister faith she's doing a lot of comment thank you faith for participating in the commented 
uh, put down, you say I disagree. I didn't know what part of the conversation that was. So put down that so we can have a conversation before we close. Most definitely want to, and that'll be the, the, the last thing we talk about, then we'll be gone. Uh, uh, type in there, uh, so Faye, if you're still on, what you disagree with, and then we can talk about it. <laughs> but, um, and, and, and why she's doing that, you know, so we have to get to a place and I think it goes back to what you, what you, what we were talking about earlier and what you, what I see you post on Twitter sometimes is that, and it's a good point. I mean, sometimes people might think it's funny or like you've been rude or, or cruel, but, um, when you, when you point out some of the things that the, the single black moms are doing, like on these videos and they have their child right there with them or whatever. And it's like, this is, like, she going to grow up and be just like a mom, single black mom. And so a lot of times they're not seeing good models and good examples in their home. Right. And so face to face said, I disagree on most women want to be hoes. Okay. So when you look at modern women nowadays, right. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're talking about CC. I don't know her age range. That's not my business. Um, we're dealing with modern women. Mm -hmm. When you talk about the average modern woman, she does not really want to work. She's not interested in working. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, most modern women, these baby mamas, mm -hmm. they thoughts, they hoes. Let's mm -hmm. just say what it is. And they would rather, if they could make the money that they would want to make, they would rather just be hoes for a living. Mm -hmm. If that wasn't the case, if Hoenn wasn't paying, then there wouldn't be no Suki Hana, there wouldn't be no Nicki Minaj, there wouldn't be no mm -hmm. Cardi B. There, this whole culture wouldn't be ingrained. It wouldn't be uh, what you call them things. A girl with them eyelashes—they they they glued on some um some clipper guards. Her eyelashes are so big, man. Clipper she guards. had clipper guards. Yeah, you know, you know what your clippers do when you cut your hair like your hair clippers? Right. You know, the guards you put on. You can, she had a, a dude tape those to his eyes to, like, mimic how black women wear these big eyelashes. Oh, gotcha. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's uh, and, and, and I'm saying, you know, I, I, I like to use humor, but, no, I'm serious. So, you know, yeah. we have, we have, whole culture, unfortunately, is part of modern women, black culture. That That's just what it is. So when so, you say modern women, are you uh, talking about millennials, Generation X, and all that? What 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 group are you talking about when you say modern women? Yeah, pretty much modern women. Well, I mean, hell, unfortunately, you got some, you got some modern women in their 60s with the, with the blue hair and their grandmas. They still going to the club with the grandkids. So. Okay. Um, but typically, modern women are modernized you know, culture in that today. 40s. Right, yeah, that's forties okay. on down. Okay, very modern, very much modern. Okay, yes, and I, yeah, and, and, and you, and the reason why I I refer to you and 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 try to fight because I'm out of that market, right? I'm married, been married thirty five years, I think thirty five or thirty six years, <laughs> and, and uh, July fifth, I think it'd be thirty six years. Got what eighty four? Yeah, so it's uh, no, I've been married. Um, No, 86. Okay, y'all been married 35 years. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, so I've been, you know, I'm not in that market and things like that, but that's why I engage folks like yourself and others to understand it, to know what's going on and things like that. So I, I really appreciate the posts of different things that you do because they help me to see what's happening today. And, and it's like, wow, it's crazy. I sure wouldn't want to be out there, you know, uh, caught up in that because it's, it's real messed up compared 
uh, to my time, right? And and going way back, even like that one brother was talking when he's talking about modern day versus back in the 40s and 50s and so on. And and the one that was trying to say, oh, what black women back then put up with a lot. That's why uh, you know, they stayed together. But you don't talk about what's going on in the home and all that. And he he challenged her on that. And I appreciate him him doing that and so on because you know uh, it. I think it's it's more so the values, right? It's more so people's morals. One of the things that I was sharing with my wife is that today you you find and hear a lot of people uh, get ready to get married or they got married. And I'm like, man, they didn't even get no premarital counseling, right? And and so so me and my wife, you know, uh, when we started dating, we dated. When I, from the time I started dating her, started dating her in January of 1986. We started dating in January, and in March of that same year, we got it got engaged, and then in July of that same year, we got married. We got married six months after we started dating. Right, we both was in church, of course, and things right. like that. And um, but we got counseling before. And so on. And we've been through hell and back. Right. But when you committed, you understand marriage and you love each other and so on. You stick through thick and thin, whether you you broke, whether you got a lot of money or whatever it is, you have some failings and different things. That's where love and forgiveness and repentance come in. And you, uh, folks have to understand those things. But I, I think you hit a, a major point today. And I hope folks really pay attention to it because I think you were on point with it with a lot of folks today when they go into marriage, right? They going in with a, with, with a thought already. And I've heard people say it, if it don't work, then I'll just, you know, get a divorce. You know, they're not going right. in there with, with a, a commitment. Like this is until I die, right? To death separate oh. me. They going in with, with a thing. Oh, I'm married. If it don't work. Then I'm gone. And that's part of the problem. And, and, and it's a mindset that's got to change. My I would be scared to get married today. Facebook. Huh? My inbox still my look. My inbox still open on Facebook, and my my DM still open on on the ground. Uh huh. Get at me. <laughs> yeah. See. And, 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 yeah. And, and so and so my thing is is like if that's the kind of mindset you got, marriage is not going to last. If you don't go into an understanding that this is forever, this is till death separates us, and that means that we're gonna have to work it out. There, there is no. Divorce is not an option. We got to work this out. We got to understand each other. We got to love each other. We got to respect each other. We got to communicate. And and like and some of these folks, they haven't been taught right, right? Because when they when I see some of the posts you put with the, on the dating sites, and some of the women be talking about my kids come first and all that kind of stuff. Like if you're gonna get married, your husband come first. You know, those kids gonna get grown and go out and 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 live their own lives. That's not permanent. The only thing that's permanent in that home. Uh, is that husband and wife because the the the, the uh, as as God said the man shall leave his mother and father and be united to his wife and the two shall become one right so so there is a leaving where the kids leave the home but and they're going to start their own family and so we can't be allowing uh, um, uh, our, our, the women can't be allowing their children. To, uh, the son to be the son and be the husband. Son, husband. There you go. Yeah, and, he, 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 I remember I talked about that earlier. Oh, yeah. I was, absolutely. My man came down to hung out with me last weekend at my place in Baja. Mm -hmm. We chilling. Okay. We having a good time, man. Uh -huh. And his phone rings. Mm -hmm. Who is it? It's his freaking mother. Now, his mother lives up, you know, up in LA. And He's like, what's going on? She's like, oh, my truck broke down. He's like, well, damn it. Get a tow truck. Shit, what do you want from me? And he's like, she's like, well, I need your help. He's like, I'm in Mexico with my homeboy. I'm mm -hmm. not coming home no time. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and it's, it's funny, but not funny is that he had to 
pay on his credit card for her to get a damn tow because she's she's she he is her son husband yeah yeah okay yeah and that's pathetic yeah and, and she you, doesn't have a man to help her exactly and 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 that's why you know when we were talking earlier even when you're raising your children you a, a woman needs a, a male role model whether it's an uncle or brother or somebody for a positive influence around that young boy to, to, to teach him how to be a man and that mom needs to that mom needs to understand that your son is not your father and he's not i mean not your husband and he can't replace that and then if you meet a man and and you get you fall in love and get engaged you, you shouldn't start out the relationship talking about my kids come first and all these other kind of things and so because you know you got to if you get married that husband come first nobody but God comes before uh, that husband. Nobody but God comes before the wife. Uh, they they got to love each other and put each other first before all this other stuff, children or whoever, anybody else, right? And so a lot of times people don't understand that, and they see marriage as, like one preacher said, they change wives like they change shoes and change husband like you change a dress or a blouse or something or a skirt or whatever. And and it's, it's, it's just a fashion. Like you said, modern-day uh, uh, times is it's a fashion right and and when you have that kind of mindset you don't think about i'm in it for the long haul you know is 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 you know if it worked fine if it don't then i'm out you know and you talk about i, I love them and and all that but then when things don't uh, go well you hate them and ready to go you know tied up in your emotions and things and that's why we had a problem that we have today and so on so yeah absolutely so, right, so, so, you guys, Bowser, we done. Good podcast, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, everyone. This is Slow Motion with Bishop Bowser. And uh, we thank all of you for being on our show today and listening and tuning in. And stay tuned for another great show that's going to be coming up next week. And we're going to be consistent and keep it going. We thank you, Jimmy, for being with us and talking about Sojourner. Starting off talking about Sojourner Truth and dealing with the birth of black feminism. And so that's what that's the problem today when you look at the black family is black feminism. All right. God bless you.